Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 620. Today, we're going to finish up with Martin. I hope you've enjoyed this. we got some great things on the, on the horizon as far as interviews for coaches all over the world. Um, like I said, we're going to start a theme with practice planning and then do building a program and some other things. And we'll sprinkle in some teachhoops.com member calls and some other things too, I think, which are very helpful. But before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish the easiest shooting machine on, on the market to use. You know, um, their training solution for repetition and their ability to do that is unbelievable. Um, they have several versions. They have a home version, um, which I don't know even if they're shipping anymore. I mean, our discount does not work on that, but if you call and mention Coach Unplugged, they'll take really good care of you. Um, you never know. Uh, and then uh, also, uh, the other versions, you will get $350 off if you mention Coach Unplugged. So um, that is what we do for our members just to give you some feedback and, and to show that it's a it's a great asset. asset. Um, I can't imagine you only need one person and one machine to be able to use these things. So I think it's a great thing to have in your gym. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. The material we're putting up right now with practice planning, um, I think we have eight or nine different you know, like I can't, I, I think it's like 15, 16 hours on practice planning and handouts and PDFs and all sorts of stuff on our website. So go over and check that out. Um, building a program, all those things we're going to be doing, we're going to have some virtual clinics, all sorts. Uh, we do office hours twice a week. Um, we do them on Wednesdays and on Sundays. Um, so you can always jump in. If you have a question, you can always get them answered. So go over and check that out, leave a review, subscribe. We would love that for Coach Unplugged, and let's head off to the podcast. Ireland and played in Belfast. Okay. And I was lucky enough to be the, um, uh, I was looking after USF for okay. for the week. So yep. my the, the the guy I had to look after most was was Big Bill. So that was right. that was all good for a week. You know, we, we, <laughs> we talked some great basketball. Oh, I bet you and, did. And uh, 
but I got to shoot with that ball then and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I don't like our molten ball. And the one we use at international level is a GX. And okay. it's really, really slippy. Uh, like, it's ridiculously slippy. And where's that made? I think Molten are a German company. I'm not is sure. Is it a German? And is it like the one that has the yellow stripe on it? That's the one. Yeah. 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 yeah it's it's kind of brown, brown, kind of white, and then a yellow stripe. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't have to shoot with it anymore, though, so I don't mind. You yeah, know what it I mean? doesn't. It doesn't matter as much as for you. What What do you think? So, last question. Then we're gonna do some rapid fire. What um, what what do you think the biggest change you've seen over in your last in the last twenty years, or what's the biggest change you've seen in basketball? Uh, players are definitely getting more athletic over here. Like we've seen it. Like I mean, guys would get away with being out of shape, you know, and and still been able to play at the top level. Not anymore. I mean, I, I'm watching videos and and clips on on Twitter and Facebook and and Instagram there of players who are playing uh, at Super League and National League and and international level over here now. And during these times, they're out working out with a the ball. They're, you know, they they're at it all day. Whereas they, back in my day, shall we say, the guys would have uh, sitting around watching TV, seeing what's going on. It would have been, been too It would have been at the pub, yep, yeah. <laughs> They're definitely, definitely better athletes. Like, I mean, the last five, ten years has been phenomenal. You know, all the strength and conditioning stuff that's come into it, the, the, the dietary stuff, the nutrition stuff, you know, all the sports psychology is dead for better players and better athletes. In my I opinion. think so, too. All right, so I'm going to jump into rapid fire. So here, I'm going to ask you a question and give me one answer. Okay, oh okay. I call it rapid fire. One word to describe your ideal player. Honest. Okay. If you go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be? Game seven at TD Gardens against the Lakers. Celtics versus the Lakers. One, just one game. That'd be it. So, uh, coach, be, was I'd... that a big? Was was? Did you grow up in the Laker Celtic era? Yep. Okay. Big Larry. So big, people big Larry. that don't understand that are like old like us, you you had to pick like you had to have. I was a Laker. Guy. One or the other. You yeah. you you could not be both. Like you either were a Celtics fan or you were a Lakers fan. People don't understand that it was like it was Bird versus Magic. It was there you like go. you there was no middle ground like whatsoever. Yes, it was. My, my best friend is a Laker. You know, he, he's been right. a Laker all his life, and uh, he's my son's godfather. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like McHale. McHale rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. Great player, great player, but it's like I was a Magic. You know. Anyway, yeah, I, I was a huge Celtics fan, but I had I have so much admiration for Magic and the way he was played, and I think he gets overlooked in these conversations about yes. The, the best player. I think so too. He changed the game. Like, he, like he Giannis different positions. Like Giannis is magic. Like he, he's that he's not, he can't, he can't. I mean, those kinds of guys. He doesn't have the handles. He doesn't he have the handles. He, he hasn't got the vision, but he, he's, but he's 23. That, he's there you coming. go. And, and he's the athlete that maybe like magic brought that athlete. That, that, that you could play every position. That's the crazy it's, part. Like the, the, the game where he played center when yes. uh, Kareem got hurt. Hurt. I know. I mean, I just actually was watching the 30 for 30 on it there a while ago. It, like, he just, magic is phenomenal. Have phenomenal. you been to Boston? I haven't been to Boston. I was in New York. Uh, my nephew worked in New York for about 14 years. He worked okay. in, a, in a bar just off, um, just off Times Square called The Perfect Pint. 
Okay. Um, yep. So he was a he used to go and watch the Knicks play all yep. the time. So Times Square player. is not New York. Let me say that for first. Times Square Isn't is not. It is. Well, it is New York, but it's not like that's tourist. That's touristy yeah, yeah, New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah. That's there not New York. That's touristy New York. We stayed out in Queens. So yeah, we're that, yeah, you got to get real New York. Um, you'd love Boston. Boston is one of those cities. Boston's one of my favorite cities in the U.S. It's a it's a big city that feels small. Um, okay. So it's not like Chicago or New York or L.A. Those cities all feel really big. If you fly in, it, it's it's an old town. Boston's kind of like Dublin, eh? Yeah, it is. It feels like it feels like London in some respects. It, yeah. You can walk places. It it feels more condensed than it does. Like, oh my god, this we actually had great plans this year. We were going to go out to Weymouth out to um, Jimmy Jimmy Dolan, Coach Jimmy Dolan down there. Yeah, uh, with my Irish team this year for our pre-tournament uh, training camp. Okay. That that was the plan, and unfortunately, everything is kind everything's of uh, yeah, everything's getting canceled. Gone now. Our championships have been have been deferred and and called off till next year. Yeah, so you got to get the Boston. You got to oh, get the Boston. It's it's bucket list job, you know. Yeah, definitely. You definitely do. Well, it's like reverse for me. Mine's to get to Ireland. Yours to get to the U.S. That's like it's opposite. Um, so uh, favorite pregame meal? <laughs> uh, very simple. The Mars bar. Really. I don't eat before games. It's it's just something to make sure. I, I, have I don't sugar. I don't tend to eat a lot either, and I tell my yeah. players not to either. I say it's better to play on an empty stomach, to be honest with you. Than so to, my my guys would always see me on the sideline with a Mars bar and a bottle. We have a, a drink over here called Lucas Aid, okay, which is kind of like um, a fizzy version, maybe of Gatorade or something like that. It's got glucose and everything in it. Okay, so that's that's my pregame. That's me. Okay, regardless um, of what time the game is at. One skill not being taught in basketball: boxing out. Ooh, and how do you teach that? By <laughs> drilling the hell out of it. And yeah. by making people hold themselves responsible for boxing out the player that they're meant to box out. Right. Uh, and I think that's a big thing. I don't, like, because we're so athletic now, we're, we're looking to jump and take the ball before we're looking to make contact and hit a player and then go after the ball. And we lose rebounds because of that. And we've, we've lost a, a lot of rebounds. And I, I, again, this year, our women's team, I was very, very lucky to have the most dominant big in the league. But we had a, a girl with her who's an Irish girl called Holly Dunn. And, um, like between those two girls, they were averaging, averaging 35 to 40 rebounds a game. Right. Because they did the right things. They, they weren't trying it. to jump anybody. Right. They were just hitting, making sure that they got good contact, and then they were going after the ball. Yep, it's contact and it's fine, and then contact and then go get it. So, yeah, and you make and sure they, you get it. And the problem is, they sometimes they do the first two and they don't, then they don't go get it. Like and that's it, and they, they leave know. it sitting there. I know. You know we we got a, a fantastic <laughs> kid over here plays with a, a team called uh, Marvel City Hawks, uh, an American kid called Katie Fox. Katie is about five foot three, and she has more offensive rebounds in the league this year than anybody else. Right. As soon as the bigs and everybody boxes out. She's the first one in there taking the ball out of their hands. Right. She's phenomenal at it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, we, um, we, do, we pay particular attention to her. <laughs> what do you do to relax, coach? Golf. Ooh, how's your, what's, your, what's your handicap? The clubs and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the swing. <laughs> I, play off, I play off 19 at the moment, but I can play, I okay. can, I can play a lot. You play a little bit. A lot less than that. Yeah, we were uh, – um, gosh, I think this was pre-kids. We were over – we went to St. My, my wife and I got to walk St. Andrews and stuff. And, Beautiful. Uh, oh, it's brother, gorgeous. Oh, my brother plays it every year. Really? He goes every year to play it himself and his wife go over to stay in the hotel. And they, yeah. he goes out and plays two rounds of golf there every year. 
I used to golf. I used to fish and golf, but it's like it's, it's too much other stuff going on. I think. But, no, the yeah. fishing wouldn't be. I don't think I'd have the the patience for the fishing. Just, yeah, I see. I I I boat fishing's harder for me. I like trout fishing where I'm moving. Okay. Because there's always another there's always another hole around the next corner when you're trout fishing because you're going up and down a stream. Very so. Good. That's my like attention deficit thing. Like I gotta like always be doing something. It's like there's always the better fish around the next corner, so you're always looking. Um, We're definitely alike like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what one coaching technique you think is important? Uh, for me, I think it's been positive. So being positive with your players. You, too many coaches. So you're ninety ten. You're ninety ten. You're eighty twenty. I'm ninety five five. Okay. But when I need to go, I'll go. You go to the five, yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and the five is not where you want to be. Right. You know, and, and my it's players, that Irish temper. I don't know if they refer to that in Ireland, but they do over here. It's like, ooh, yeah, that Irish temper. A little, little bit of temperament there. And I'm sure if you ask any referee in Ireland, they'll probably say it's 95-5 the other way around towards them. But with my players, you know, I've done the other side of it. So that's what I told you about earlier on when you asked, you know, something you've learned from the past. Like I was that coach who used to stand on the side and berate the players and, it was just so idiotic you right. know i mean but that's uh, youth i write that off as youth in some respects it's like he, yeah in some respects it, like, yeah. for me it was it was just like i probably went a little bit ott at times as well right but like, now I, i've learned over the last maybe since i started coaching college basketball but 16 years i'm in carlo now yeah. and you're dealing with that kind of you know 18 to 24 year old kid and you have to learn that you're you're not going to get the best out of them if you're constantly on their back they'll tune you out if you know they they just don't want to know you know if you if you encourage but sometimes i I had i had an american last year who played for me last year who said you can't keep giving me compliments when i'm doing something wrong Wrong. you have to tell me i'm doing something wrong and i said look if you're doing something really wrong i'll let you know right i'm not going to change my style of coaching and come down on you when i don't need to right that's like that might be what you're used to in the states but it's not what's going to happen. It's, it's life's too short. What's the best player you've seen in person? Best player I've seen in person. Uh, I'll give, can I give you one of each? You know, one sure. American, one American, yep. and one. Um, so I'm actually going to give you two Americans. Sorry. Okay. Uh, one of them actually played in Ireland in 85, 86, I think was the season. And then went back, went to Portugal, and then went back and won three rings after that. So Mario Alley. Okay. So I was very lucky to see Mario play. He was he was a phenomenal player. But there was a, another American player that uh, played with him with the same club, Clester, um, a guy called Kelvin Troy. Okay. Uh, now, look up Kelvin Troy. Like, the offers that man got when he was leaving the States were phenomenal. Um, this guy could have played at any level. Okay. And his kids have, have you know, the, the, the two girls is, have – become fantastic players over here you know and, okay. but a real gentleman a real nice guy but man when that man went on the floor whew, he was right. a different it was literally chalk and cheeks right nicest guy in the world off the floor but as soon as he stepped foot on the floor you better watch out <laughs> I'm telling you. Yes. <laughs> for fun yes um, irish players then um there have been so many great players over the years and kind of watching my brother my brother played at the highest level over here in the 80s and i watched um, guys like Tom O'Sullivan down in Cork, Francis O'Sullivan, who are phenomenal players. Francis is one of the best coaches I've, I've ever talked to. Uh, loves the game. I'd say back then, Lee McHale. 
Hey, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I bet most people don't go, hey, on their podcast. Anyway, make sure you subscribe and like. Um, lots, of, lots of ways you can help us out that don't cost you one penny. You can subscribe and like and leave a review. We really do appreciate those here. You can do that on YouTube. Go over and cheat hoops. There's thousands of videos over there. You can... Um, Use our Amazon link down below, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. So anytime you do any shopping, especially if you're listening to this over Christmas, um, we get a small little commission and it help, doesn't cost you anything else. doesn't cost anybody anything other than Amazon, I guess. Um, and then uh, helps us with our hosting fees. And then if you really want to help, help us out, you can come over and join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, you know, I am here to help. I am here to serve. One of the reasons I got into coaching was help kids, help other players, help coaches. Um, you know, I, there's no hidden agenda here. You know, we're not playing. Um, but I have been through it. I have coached at every level. I've done, I've done those youth tournaments. I've done, you know, won multiple state titles. I've, you know, I, I know what you're going through. Trust me. Um, and I can help. So let me know in any way if I can do that. And let's get back to the podcast. Uh, who was probably, everybody said, would probably be the only Irish guy at that time that would have made the NBA. Okay. Um, and kind of latter years, kind of the last few years, there's um, there's a couple of really good guys. There's a guy down in Cork, though, uh, who's a real legend as far as I'm concerned. Like he's still playing away. Has there, been a, has there been an Irishman in the NBA? Uh, Irish-American? Yeah. Well, no, but it's somebody born yeah, in that, Ireland? No, I don't think I don't. And pass, pass. What was his name? Pass. At Burke. Okay. So I think he played with Orlando for no. a couple of years. years. Okay. Um, but I think he might have been born in the states. Born in the states. Uh, we did have a, a lady like Susan Moran played with the Liberty in the right. WNBA. WNBA. Uh, she's now an associate head coach at, at St. Joe's. Okay. Uh, she holds all the scoring and rebound records in St. Joe's. She's right. a phenomenal kid. Phenomenal. She lives about 20 miles from where I live. Okay. <laughs> um, so the, the last guy was, was a guy called Jared Noonan. He's a guy from Cork. Okay. You know, a real tough, small, like he, he Jared's about six foot, five, five, eleven, six foot, but would play against any big that you put him up. You could have put a guy about 6'8 or 6'10 in against him. I'd, I'd take they Jar every day the week. They all have the same descriptions, which is like great players all are, have the same. Yeah, I love toughness. They, <laughs> they all I have love. the same thing. They do, though. It's, you're not alone in that. Who's the best player of all time? Best player of all time is Michael Jordan. There is no, there is absolutely no, like as I said to you earlier on, the talk about Magic and talk about Larry even and, and LeBron and Kobe. Um, like that that's all very fine. Uh, I still think Michael Jordan in his prime now playing in the league would be the best player in the league. I think he changed the game too. 100%. 100%. He like I'm so looking forward to this. Uh, I know. The, the SPN is on tonight. Was, so I was tweeting about I was tweeting about it like Five weeks ago, release the dang thing. Release the dang thing. Let, let everybody see it now when we're sitting at home doing right. nothing. You know what I mean? So the, you know what the problem was? I actually had somebody reach out to me, and the problem was they didn't have it done. Like they, okay. it wasn't. It was. It was in the. Wasn't they, finished. They, it wasn't finished. So they're releasing two. They they're trying to catch up because they know that everyone in the world's gonna watch this. <laughs> Even people over here, like uh, you see, there's a, a lady called Jackie Hurley. She's one of the sports presenters over here in RTE, which right. is our, our national station. Jackie plays basketball a bit, but like she's tweeting about it today. Can't wait for tomorrow. Right. Netflix, you know, and, right. 
everybody's saying that like we we're all kind of on just come on get it out yeah. there already yeah. Let, let's yeah. see this thing so you know? they know they got a gem they just they want to make sure it's good before they do it um 100 who's the best player you ever saw who's the best player ever well i've seen i saw michael play in person um I, I'm I'm in Wisconsin, so I'm voting. I'm hoping Giannis becomes that person, <laughs> and that we can win some rings in Milwaukee. Um, so, and one of my former players is on actually on the Bucks. So, very uh, good. Worse, yeah. So, I'm hoping. I think they could have won it this year. So, I'm feeling really sad about that. No, but they lost in the conference finals again. Yeah, Celtics would have beat them again. You know. Oh, I don't know though. I don't know. The Bucks you, know what I love, you know what I love about the Celtics, though? And just, you know, I know I'm a Celtics fan. They play as a team. They do. You know, they're probably the best team in they the do. league. Do you know they what do. I mean? They're, yeah. they're not reliant on, on one or two superstars. Right. They, they have pieces. Maybe five or six stars right. who all know their job and all know their roles and do them to the best of their ability. And that makes a good team. Marcus Smart is probably one of my favorite players in the league. I do. Love I him. love him. Um, yeah. bet, uh, best game you've seen in person? Best game I've seen in person. So, I coached okay. it was – Me too. Uh, I coached in mine too, the best yeah. one I've seen. We, we played uh, a varsity Division One, which is our highest college league. It was our first ever final. We were uh, point down with five seconds to go. Uh, one of my guys hit a half-court buzzer beater to win the game. So okay. that's uh, that's the best game I've watched that game. Every time I feel sad, I go back and watch that game. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what that? We won a we won a state championship in which is the highest level for us in triple overtime. Um, and in the either the beginning of the first or beginning of the second time, a kid did the timeout and didn't have it, and then we got free throws with no time. It was a, it was just oh, crazy. Man. Like so many of the, the kids that come over here, it's the same thing. They're they're on the floor and they're turning to the referee looking for timeouts, and I'm kind of looking at them. Oh, I didn't tell you that. I'm sorry. You know, you're not going to do that over here. You know? Right. Yeah. So, but we don't get teed up, which is good. No, that's good. Um, what's one thing that's helped you become a better coach uh, a friend of mine a couple of years ago i i went through well before five years ago i went through a really bad period where i was constantly on their back in in uh in 14 games i had 15 tees <laughs> oh my god coach that might be a record it's it's yeah <laughs> so uh, uh really good friend of mine uh from when i was younger uh who he was an irish coach and he just uh he turned around to me one day and I got on really well with him, but he's not afraid to tell me when I'm wrong, you know? And he just, right. he looked at me, he says, that's a good friend. That's a good go. friend. There you go. He just said, you know, every time you're doing that stuff, you're not coaching your team. So your team are the ones who are, who are getting hurt. Not you, not the referees, your team are the ones who are getting hurt. I just, I remember going home in my car that evening and thinking about what he'd said because then I eventually got kicked out of the game when I went back and watched the video of the game afterwards and, and thought about what he'd said. You know, he's right. You know, yep. He's 100% right. Best thing that happened to me probably was last year when I was given the, the the head coach's job of the 20s women's team. First game in the season, I got kicked out of the gym. And then I got an email from our elite performance committee and they said, look, this happens again. You're going to lose your job uh, with the Irish team. And I went, okay, well, I'm not going to let that happen. Right. Because I waited 20 years, 25 years to be an Irish coach. So right. That's not going to happen. So. I, I didn't get a, a T for, I think I got one technical the rest of the season. I've, I got one technical this season and right. like I'm coaching two different teams. So right. like that's, I think, I think that's a great takeaway for anybody that's listening to this. I've learned that too. Like early in my career is like Bobby Knight was like, yeah, it was, I was, on, <laughs> I was all over people, but, but 
but I have learned that don't get me wrong. I'll get on them if I need to get yeah, on them. Absolutely. But, but most of the time, my guys are the ones that need work more than the official. Yeah. Like, yeah you yeah. know, we, we brought in a, another good team this year. Uh, started the year. We said, anybody gets a tee, player, coach, whatever. It's 10 euros. Well, that's so every time you get teed up, you get 10 euros. Yeah. And, you know, we, the end of the season, we go and have a party with it. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, it wasn't that full. Well, so it wasn't that much. Of a, no, give me your, uh, what's your favorite quote? I think you think you sent it to me, but. Yeah, it's it's an old kind of Bobby Nightfall quote. And I'm sure somebody else probably said it before him, but that's where I heard it is, you know, fail to prepare. Is, is to prepare to fail, you know? I mean, it, it's your preparation is, is everything. You, you prepare for the team that you're meeting, you prepare your players in the way you want them to play and the way that you know they're able to play. You've done your job, you yeah, know? I agree. Um, what's one word to describe your coaching style? Uh, loud. I love that. I love it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Best, best, best coach of all time. In states or... Anywhere. Uh, I don't know. Like You can pick one from team. each if you need to politically... Yeah, I think, I think that would probably be a little bit better. Like okay. um, From what I've seen, uh, Pop is is an exceptional coach um for me now even after watching the likes of um memory block here now of phil jackson and these guys and pat riley over the years i just think brad stevens is and I'm, i know again i'm a Celtic supporter i just think he's i just think he's so smart i mean right. every time there's a timeout he comes out of a timeout and they're on offense they've got an offensive out of bounds it's a bucket every time i it's just, I'd say his percentages out of timeouts are just ridiculous. Right. Um, I just think he, he's a really smart guy. He's very, very calm. I love the way he coaches. I love the way his teams play I love for how him. he can do that. I wish I could do that. I wish he's I could. calm as that. And be so cerebral during it. I think it's, it's the player in me that's just like, He's just so like I would love to know what's going on in that brain, like you know what I mean. I, I, with their like that's and no disrespect to you or me or any other coach, but that's the difference. That is. That's the difference between being that next level guy. So like the footballer over here, Roy Keane. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, like the soccer player, like Roy Keane was captain of Manchester United for years and captain of Ireland, but like he was cerebral. He he was the one who was. You know, always ahead of everybody else, always thinking of everybody else, thinking right. about his teammates as a player. Uh, and that's what made him better than everybody else. So so I'm going to, before I ask the last question, is 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 basketball, like, I don't want to say this in a wrong way, but is it a second-class sport in Ireland? In, do you have a hard time getting the athletes to play basketball when they're 7, 8, 9, 10 in Ireland? So in, in Ireland, it's it's football and hurling are first. So okay. there are there are national sports GA, okay, um, Gaelic Athletic Association. Then next would be at the minute probably soccer, I'd say, okay, um, because kids have a great chance of coming of playing here and then moving to play in England in the Premier League. And so uh, after that, then would be rugby, uh, which is real American football without the pads and the helmets and all right. that kind of stuff. Yep, you know, real men's game. Yep, and, <laughs> and then, then basketball. Okay, you know, the, the, the funny thing about it is that like participation wise there are more people playing basketball than any other sport apart from the ga in ireland wow okay like there's over 200 but i'm, but I'm saying it's a finite number it's a pool that you're picking from and if you're not that, that's the hard part like kids in, in u.s play if you're a good athlete you're going to play baseball you're going to play football you're going to play basketball you're going to find one of those that you can and what we get over here is we get a lot of kids who dual sport so like like we talked about dana earlier on 
Right. Uh, Claire Melia, who was the captain of that, and Claire did, was was with St. Joe's for the first half of the of the year. Right. She left left just after Christmas, and she was rookie of the week out there. Like her numbers were ridiculous, ridiculous as a rookie. But she also played Gaelic football for her county. Okay. You know, so you find that a lot of our best athletes probably play two sports. Some of them play three sports. Right. Uh, it's crazy. You know, I mean, uh, Susan Morton herself, like who, like Hall of Famer in St. Joe's and in Ireland, and like Susan played international tennis as well. You know, so. Right. It, so the really bad. good ones do multiple things. To do. To do. Yeah. do. And uh, me as a coach, who, like I've seen in the college situation, I allowed them to do that because I think if you ask them to pick one or the other, you're going to lose out. Yeah, you are. Do you like halves or quarters? Uh, I like quarters. You know, I like quarters. Okay. Yeah, I think you can get more time to talk to the kids if things are going wrong. I would like to see some of the stuff that you guys do in the States implemented here. I'd like to see the on-court timeouts. I'd like to see things like that allowed right. in FIBA. FIBA. Um, I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd make for a better game. I think, I don't want the TV timeouts and all that kind of stuff. Every three um, minutes, it ruins the flow, trust uh, me. Oh, I, at that tournament, at that Belfast Classic with all those Division One teams, and I'm sitting, I'm sitting courtside with Dave, with, with Hopla, and we're watching the game, and next minute the game stops with two minutes to go, and I'm going, what's going on, Dave? No one called a timeout. And right. You have to explain it to me, you know? TV timeout. Do you think uh, jump ball, yes or no? I think it should be gone. I personally think it's a part of the game that should be gone. It's the like ball, start of the game, end of story. I don't even think you should do it at the start of the game. I think the home team should get the ball or the visiting team should get the ball and then just alternate possession. Because yeah. I don't know about you, but the officials have gotten really bad at throwing the ball up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, we, yes, I, I agree. Um, like the, the, the guys over here, you can imagine as well. Like, I mean, we're, we're not the tallest country in the world, so most of our officials are, you know, right. maybe five foot nine or five foot right. ten, and they're going in with guys that are six foot eight. They don't want to be in there. Well, and they haven't one. practiced it. They're not yeah, like yeah. when I played, everything was a jump ball, so they were practicing it more. They're not yeah, even practicing it. Re referees don't do enough practice as far as I know no. I, but well, I, that's what I, I hope would like FIBA or somebody will come in and say let's just get the, the, it's an archaic thing the jump ball is archaic let's just get rid of it like yeah I, I could deal with that yeah I wouldn't mind that but I, if not that then just the one that we do it over here so we're alternate so yeah it's one, we are one too. jump start of the game and away you go um shot clock yes or no yes definitely and length 24 is good with us in a minute we we did have 30 second shot clocks over here I think, I think anywhere 24 to 30, I'm, I'm easy with. I'm okay. Uh, Three-point shot, what's the right distance? I think the, the NBA line is a little bit too far. I do uh, too. I think the FIBA line is good. FIBA line is good. What's that? It's about 28 feet or something. Yeah, I think, I think FIBA is about right. I think the court is getting too small. Yeah. It's, it needs to get wider. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah, probably right. needs to be 94 everywhere. Like, we're 84 in our high school. It needs to be 94 everywhere, and it needs to be wider. Like the okay. putties are just getting so big. So you're 80, 84 long isn't in it? high school, 84 long in high school. Wow. And we're playing guys that play like division one basketball, like legit. Like it's like, that's way too small. And the, and the three point line is the top of the, yeah, no, that's, that's too close as well. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, like, a, it's like, oh yeah. yeah, I think, I think the feeble line is good. I, I think really it is like too. If the change size of ball then for men's and women's, yes, it's twenty eight and a half and twenty nine and a half or whatever it is. Yeah, same yeah. here, six and seven over here. Yeah, it's perfect. All right, coach. So two things. First of all, you've broken my record on podcasts, so we both like to talk over there two hours. Go. So nice job. 
<laughs> we, we broke the record. That's the first thing. Second thing is, do you have any parting words for, um, for the listeners? And is there any way that like someone in the States can watch this? Like, can they watch your team? Is there any way to do that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, okay. like, our, so our Facebook channels, okay. uh, Facebook page, we, we uh, live stream all our home games. Okay. Every home game is live streamed on IT Carroll Basketball. Okay. Uh, Facebook. Um, so that's good we, for the, that's good for the Americans that their parents can watch and stuff. That's yeah. actually the reason we started doing it. Okay. Uh, and it, it's really great. Now what we do like this year, we do back-to-back games. So our men's game, our men's game would be 1230 in the morning here. Okay. And women's game would be 315 in the afternoon. Okay. And um, so Caitlin would come in and literally live stream DJ's game. And then DJ would come in and stream Caitlin's okay. game. And it was great. You know, I mean, it was, it's fantastic for those back in the States being able to watch their kids play. And even for our own supporters who aren't able to make it to the games because there might be a way on, you know, with right. their kids doing something, they're able to sit down and watch it wherever they are. That's awesome. So we're going, we're going for the first time ever, we're going Friday night games next year. Well, that'll be great. So then we're hoping like that. We did it twice this year and the crowd we had at the game was phenomenal. It was the biggest so crowd we've is, ever had. Is, is there, is, I don't know if, if, if in Ireland, uh, Fish fries are a big deal on Friday nights in uh, the fish states. And chips. They, yeah, fish and chips, man. Fish and chips. Yeah, it used to be a big thing. It's not not so much anymore. Not it's so not. much anymore. But, okay. But it, it, you get the like it, the the older crew would definitely still be into the fish and chips on a Friday. A Friday, and then come to the game. All right. Any parting words, Coach? Um, I suppose like enjoy what you do. You know, when you stop enjoying what you're doing, walk away. Right. Um, be approachable and be helpful uh, and, you know, be as good as you can be for the people that you're, you're coaching. I think that's a great takeaway. And I think, I don't know. I've been in, I've been in quarantine for five weeks. I'm missing my kids. I'm missing, I'm missing work. I'm so ready to go back to work. Like, can't wait. I know (laughs) I want to see my players. It's like, so we can't even even play golf over here in a minute. Um, Golf courses are closed as well. So like, uh, that's something I could be doing. I know. And I'm eating too much. I don't know about Uh, you. That's, that's an easy thing for me. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm watching a bit too much TV. I am watching too much Netflix. All right. Thank you, coach. God bless. Hey coach. Hope you enjoyed that. If you did. Okay. Go join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. You, you want to become a better basketball coach, let me help you. You know, where else can you find a mentor for, you know, a dinner at McDonald's, basically. Let me help you. Um, not only resources and communities and handouts and one-on-one calls and office hours, it's got a little bit of everything that will help you become a better basketball coach. Also, go over, um, subscribe and like, leave a review. And if you're going to do any shopping on Amazon, click down below. We would appreciate it. All right. Have a great day. Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.